you're just going through the motions of life, but not fully living, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. It wasn't that long ago that we felt the exact same way. So now we're sharing what worked for us with you. We're so glad you found us. We'll bring you real life stories and tools that have helped us live more positive, intentional, and enlightened lives. Let us help you navigate your journey from where you are now to where you want to be. Pack your bags and let's go. Oh, welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. We are super excited that you are back with us for this episode. Um, and if you are new to our podcast, welcome. We wholeheartedly believe that you have found us for a reason. There are no accidents. And so we are super excited to have you as well. Yeah, so today, this is exciting for us because we feel like this is really, it's one of those really easy, simple things to do, but it is life-changing. And so we thought thought we would bring to you um, just living intentionally and sort of explain a little bit about what that means or what we think that means. Uh, So when we were just getting started, I'd say neither one of us were really living with any kind of intention. We just were allowing life to slap us upside the face. (laughs) Daily? Yeah, daily. And didn't feel like there was any control. We didn't have any control of that. It was just going to happen to us no matter what. And what we found is that there are absolutely some things that we can do that can help to create a different outcome number one being you got to be responsible for your own self and your own life and how you're living your life. But part of that responsibility is that when things happen or as you're going through your day to actually um, be intentional about how you're approaching things so that you try to steer the outcome to the one that you want versus just assuming that it's just going to happen however it's going to happen. Absolutely. And, and, And this was one that as we started understanding more that we do have some control, um, that it's key. Now we are, again, we're taking our own advice and sometimes we don't because we do things sometimes out of complete habit of just doing it. You just do. Um, But we have gotten a lot better at trying to stop. And before we do things, making sure that we, we know what, while we're doing them what we want the outcome to be. Um, And I know that early on for me, this was small stuff. And so I kind of practice with small stuff. Um, And it's again, kind of creating that habit. So it was, and and I still do this now, I will sit down and and type a work email, right? And, And I used to, and everything I did in my life, like Lori said, was just, it is what it is. It's gonna happen like it happens. Like you just go through the motions and I was sending emails and I was sending texts and I was talking to you on the phone and, and just let the cards fall where they, where they fell. Right. So I think when we started being more intentional about those conversations, being more intentional about that communication, however you're communicating. Um, and I started saying, okay, I'm going to send this email to this client. How do I want them to feel? How do I want this to be interpreted? What is the outcome I want when I send this email? 
and I visualize kind of the outcome and it takes two seconds. I'm not saying I sat there for 10 minutes to send a, you know, three line email, but it just was, I'm sending it with more intention about what I really want out of this and what I want to convey and how I want to make that other person feel. And then when you start doing that, you'll notice that there's a whole lot less someone misinterpreting your communication. There's a whole lot less of them interpreting your tone different than you meant it. It's almost like you've sent a telepathic wave to that person to say, oh, feel like this when you read it. Um, and text messages. And, you know, before you bang one out, even if it's just, you know, meet me for dinner, what I, I want you to feel super excited and recharge so that we have a really nice time when you meet me at dinner and then send the text. The, the difference in thinking a little bit about it before you send it and being intentional is huge. Mm -hmm. And it was so foreign to us. Like we did not, nobody had ever talked to us about this. I've never heard this before. It was like, you mean you're like setting an intention before you write an email to somebody or before you're texting somebody? Really? But like we do with everything, okay, I'll give it a go. <laughs> Let's try right. it and see. And this was one of those really, really um, quick turnaround where you see the impact of it very quickly that, you know, Tanya and I both are like, okay, we'll give it a go. I don't know what what's going to happen, but it, it does. That simple act of like before you pick up the phone and call somebody, you know, we were in, both of us, I'd say we're in the habit of calling and venting and, and, um, you know, sometimes gossiping and, and talking about things that were on our mind, just sort of in this negative spew type thing. And that's how conversations went on the telephone. Well, when you're starting to be intentional about it, nobody would intend to do that. Like if you really thought about it, you wouldn't want to leave a conversation feeling that yucky, right? And so it was even picking up the phone and going, okay, got this call coming up. Let's see, what, how do I want them to feel when they leave the conversation with me? How do I want to feel? Like what, what kind of outcome do I want here? Something that simple has completely changed conversations that we both have with people. Like Tanya said, it has completely changed how people receive text, emails, um, a telephone call, that kind of thing, to where it very quickly shows you that you do have some semblance of control over what can happen. 100% no, but you know that you had good intentions going into it, so at least you feel better, even if it doesn't go 100% your way. You feel better about your part, right? Yes, you feel better about right. what you brought to the table. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I did this. Um, I, it was kind of a me saying, okay, I'm going to be really intentional in the mornings about how I wake up my children. Um, so at the time, I had one middle schooler and two elementary school kids um, that when we kind of got started with this. And as you can imagine, with three boys that, that, it, that age group, um, the mornings were awful. Like they were rushed and and trying to get everybody fed and out the door and to school and me to work and it was like this constant hamster wheel and and so I in the mornings I'm like okay got it we gotta get up come on get your shoes on who's gotta take a shower brush your teeth it was this constant um letting it happen because we gotta get out the door and so I started saying okay how do I want how do I want this morning to go I started being really intentional I would like for everybody just to get up in a calming manner for us to get what we need to get done done and for when we walk out the door and get in that car together that everybody just feels 
relaxed and ready for their day. And so I started waking my, being intentional about waking my kids up in a different manner. I would go in and, and, and touch them and say, hey, buddy, it's time to get up. You know, we've got a busy morning. So here are the things I'd like for you to get done before you come downstairs. It's, it, but me putting myself in that place of intention before I woke each kid up changed the entire trajectory of our day, of our interaction. Um, as before, I wasn't even thinking about it. I just knew the end game was to get ready to school on time. Um, so I changed my end game of not only let's get to school on time, but let's do it where everybody has a really good start to their day mm-hmm. and is in a positive way. And so then I was real intentional about putting my hand on everybody in the morning and speaking to them in a tone that you can hear in the morning um, and just being really intentional about that. And it really was a game changer on, on our day. Now, I did not do that every day. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it was, so I'm not perfect. There were still mornings when things would happen. A kid wasn't cooperative, but I, I did really more often than not um, mm-hmm. change most mornings because of that intentionality. Yeah, it's one of those little things that is very simple to do, but we do forget. Like if you don't get into the habit, like we talk about all the time, if you don't create that habit of doing it, um, you forget to do it, not because it's hard, just because it's not norm- It's not your norm of how you do things. So with me, with work, I did it with meetings. I've done it with phone calls, emails, things like that. But meetings especially, like really setting an intention of, okay, we've got a decision to make collectively today. This is how I want it to go. I want everybody to feel like their voice was heard. I want everybody to feel like they're accomplished when we leave the meeting, that we did what we came to do. Um, I want people to feel uplifted and, and, and want to come back to the table next time. You know, so very simply right before walking into the room, setting those little intentions and more likely than not, that's exactly what ended up coming from it and I have a really good track record of people coming back to my meetings not because they have to but because they feel all those things that I intended absolutely and and so it it goes back to taking the small steps um you're going to have a relapse you're going to do something out of habit you're going to you know we before every podcast and before we get on the live video on our Facebook group um we set an intention I say that we don't always, we should, but there are times that we forget and then we're done and we're like, man, we forgot. Like, but then we make a conscious effort next time. And, and before we do, we say what we want our audience to feel, what we want to take away, what the, what the, really the, the point of this is for the people that we're trying to serve. And so it really has made a huge difference in the balance, I think, and the control that we feel like we have. And then the way that we put our energy out to the universe and the way that our energy is received by other people, you can feel it. You can feel someone's energy and, and, and what they mean sometimes, even just by the way, the tone and the energy and not necessarily even what comes out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even like relationships, um, you know, you know how you feel when you've got a dog as a pet and when you come home, they are so excited to see you when you walk through the door. <laughs> Like, I have set intentions before, like, okay, when my husband gets home and at the end of the day, I know his day's been um, very busy and possibly stressful. Like, 
how do I want to make him feel? Do I want him to make him feel special like those dogs do when you walk in? Or, you know, do I want to ignore him and be on my phone? Like being intentional about things like that can help your relationships. I know with you, with your home, when you redid the whole interior of your home, you were very intentional about the colors that you chose, the um, type of energy you wanted your home to have. And that wouldn't have happened had you not set that intention before you did. So you can actually do this with little things like a text message, all the way up to big things like how you want your marriage to unfold. How do you want your home to feel to people that come come in? Um, what are some other ideas like that? Because I think it is small, it's little things, but you can actually use this small, simple tool to actually have a big, big impact on your life. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think that I've had um, a relationship conversation with, um, with a partner, you know, so I'm, I'm divorced and dating again. And I, I know that there's been a time where the, the communication just has been floundering. And for me, it was, I know what I want to communicate, but, but how am I going to say it so that everybody hears it? that it's said out of love, out of a place of love, that it can be heard and that it feels not negative, but it feels like, here's what I'd like to see from this relationship. Here's what's missing. Here's, here's I think, what could be better, but I need to deliver that. So before I had the conversation, truly, I set an intention of, I want this to feel positive. I want this to feel like growth. I want this to feel uh, out of a place of love and not a place of argument or, or mm -hmm. complaining or blaming. That was not my intention. Whereas I could have spoke the same words and not set the intention of love and growth and, and move forward. It could have very much come across as blaming and complaining. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I remember talking to Lori about that conversation before I had it and saying, I, I've got to have this and how do I have it? And your advice was don't forget to set an intention before you, before you do this. And, and it was a game changer. Um, so it, big things, little conversations that, that could turn into big life changing events by setting that intention. Mm -hmm. So um, if this is something that y'all would, try we promise you um even the little things just try we uh were living our lives in a way where it was just take it as it comes <laughs> which is yeah. you know we weren't getting the outcomes that we wanted to be perfectly honest we weren't having the life that we really wanted by doing that and so this very simple thing doesn't cost a dime it takes very little time to do it and it's really just being thoughtful and intentional about how you approach your life from the very little things to the very big things. So hopefully this helps y'all. Um, it really has been life-changing for both of us. All right. So start with the little pieces, set your intentions before you send the text, before you send the email, before you have the conversation um, and see and see what happens. We'd love to hear from you um, on how this, maybe this small thing has made an impact for you as well. So, all right, guys, thanks again for another episode. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you hadn't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. You can reach us at HigherNavigation.com. That's H-I-G-H-E-R Navigation.com. Thanks for listening.